Today is September 11th. This is Verses in Flow. I'm Jennifer. Welcome in and welcome back. Before we get started today, I just want to acknowledge that this is a national day of service and remembrance in honor of those who lost their lives on this day in 2001 in horrific attacks that shook the world and changed history as we know it. These tragedies they can seem so far away for those of us who were not personally affected because there's so much devastation in our world. It's hard to keep up and it's hard to keep our hearts open and compassionate for fear that it's going to overwhelm us. But I believe that God calls us to remember, to mourn, to pray, and to support peace and justice initiatives however and whenever we can. So. Whatever that looks like for you today or any day, really, let's just remember to be mindful, to not skim or skate over the surface of events or days like this when they come up, you know, in front of us. Certainly, we can't be all things to all people or even be aware of all the tragedies that are happening in the world. There would be no time for anything else. But it really doesn't require much at all to say with sincerity, Lord, bless those who are hurting, who are struggling and suffering today. Heal, touch, move, and deliver. And if you can be more personal and specific by all means, do so. I'm also thinking about those who lost their lives in the earthquake that hit Morocco over the weekend. When the headline first came through on my phone, I got a notification, I believe it was Friday night. It said 297 believed dead. By Saturday evening, that number was over 2,000. And I really struggled to comprehend that, that massive loss of individual lives. So again, if if nothing else, let's just be as mindful as we can be and try to do our part to be a light in this world because there's just there's just so much darkness. And so I know this is a bit more somber today, a bit more solemn, but that's okay. Some days do call for contemplation, for reflection. And for more pensiveness than other days, and that's what today feels like for me, I will say, I am so glad that I have this word to come to each and every day whenever I need a word, that I have a savior that I can call on, a name that is above all names. And in the midst of darkness, pain, and fear, he is with us. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. He is our refuge and our strength in trouble-filled times. And I just can't help but thank him today for being that to each one of us. Verses and Flow is my safe space and yours too, because you belong here to come back to each day where we can find a word when it feels like we don't know what to say, when it feels like we don't know exactly what to do, when life doesn't make sense. We can come here. All we have to do is show up with a spirit of expectation and a heart that is open, willing, and receptive to receiving. And I believe that God will meet us right where we are. Let's flow, y'all. Isaiah chapters 8 and 9, Good News Translation. Isaiah's son as a sign to the people. The Lord said to me, Take a large piece of writing material and write on it in large letters, Quick Loot, Fast Plunder. 
get two reliable men, the priest Uriah and Zechariah, son of Jeberechiah, to serve as witnesses. Sometime later, my wife became pregnant. When our son was born, the Lord said to me, Name him Quick Loot, Fast Plunder. Before the boy is old enough to say Mama and Daddy, all the wealth of Damascus and all the loot of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The emperor of Assyria is coming. The Lord spoke to me again. He said, Because these people have rejected the quiet waters of Shiloh Brook and tremble before King Reason and King Pekah, the Lord will bring the emperor of Assyria and all his forces to attack Judah. They will advance like the flood waters of the Euphrates River, overflowing all its banks. They will sweep through Judah in a flood, rising shoulder high and covering everything. God is with us. His outspread wings protect the land. Gather together in fear, you nations. Listen, you distant parts of the earth. Get ready to fight, but be afraid. Yes, get ready, but be afraid. Make your plans, but they will never succeed. Talk all you want to, but it is all useless because God is with us. The Lord warns the prophet. With his great power, the Lord warned me to not follow the road which the people were following. He said, do not join in the schemes of the people and do not be afraid of the things that they fear. Remember that I, the Lord Almighty, am holy. I am the one you must fear. Because of my awesome holiness, I am like a stone that people stumble over. I am like a trap that will catch the people of the kingdoms of Judah and Israel and the people of Jerusalem. Many will stumble, they will fall and be crushed. They will be caught in a trap. Warning against consulting the dead. You, my disciples, are to guard and preserve the message that God has given me. The Lord has hidden himself from his people, but I trust him and place my hope in him. Here I am with the children the Lord has given me. The Lord Almighty, whose throne is on Mount Zion, has sent us as living messages to the people of Israel. But people will tell you to ask for messages from fortune tellers and mediums who chirp and mutter. They will say, after all, people should ask for messages from the spirits and consult the dead on behalf of the living. You are to answer them. Listen to what the Lord is teaching you. Don't listen to mediums. What they tell you cannot keep trouble away. A time of trouble. The people wander through the land, discouraged and hungry. In their hunger and their anger, they will curse their king and their God. They may look up to the sky or stare at the ground, but they will see nothing but trouble and darkness, terrifying darkness into which they are being driven. There will be no way for them to escape from this time of trouble. The future king. The land of the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali was once disgraced, but the future will bring honor to this region, from the Mediterranean eastward to the land on the other side of the Jordan, and even to Galilee itself where the foreigners live. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. They lived in a land of shadows, but now light is shining on them. You have given them great joy, Lord. You have made them happy. They rejoice in what you have done as people rejoice when they harvest grain or when they divide captured wealth. For you have broken the yoke that burdened them and the rod that beat their shoulders. You have defeated the nation that oppressed and exploited your people just as you defeated the army of Midian long ago. 
The boots of the invading army and all their blood-stained clothing will be destroyed by fire. A child is born to us, a son is given to us, and he will be our ruler. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. His royal power will continue to grow. His kingdom will always be at peace. He will rule as King David's successor, basing his power on right and justice from now until the end of time. The Lord Almighty is determined to do all this. The Lord will punish Israel. The Lord has pronounced judgment on the kingdom of Israel, on the descendants of Jacob. All the people of Israel, everyone who lives in the city of Samaria, will know that he has done this. Now they are proud and arrogant. They say the brick buildings have fallen down, but we will replace them with stone buildings. The beams of sycamore wood have been cut down, but we will replace them with the finest cedar. The Lord has stirred up their enemies to attack them. Syria on the east and Philistia on the west have opened their mouths to devour Israel. Yet even so, the Lord's anger is not ended. His hand is still stretched out to punish. The people of Israel have not repented. Even though the Lord Almighty has punished them, they have not returned to him. In a single day, the Lord will punish Israel's leaders and its people. He will cut them off head and tail. The old and honorable men are the head, and the tail is the prophets whose teachings are lies. Those who lead these people have misled them and totally confused them. And so the Lord will not let any of the young men escape, and he will not show pity on any of the widows and orphans, because all the people are godless and wicked and everything they say is evil. Yet even so, the Lord's anger will not be ended, but his hand will still be stretched out to punish. The wickedness of the people burns like a fire that destroys thorn bushes and thistles. It burns like a forest fire that sends up columns of smoke. Because the Lord Almighty is angry, his punishment burns like a fire throughout the land and destroys the people. And it is each of us for ourselves. Everywhere in the country, people snatch and eat away any bit of food they can find, but their hunger is never satisfied. They even eat their own children. The people of Manasseh and the people of Ephraim attack each other, and together they attack Judah. Yet even so, the Lord's anger is not ended. His hand is still stretched out to punish. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1-10 through 10. Paul's Visions and Revelations I have to boast, even though it doesn't do any good, but I will now talk about visions and revelations given me by the Lord. I know a certain Christian man who 14 years ago was snatched up to the highest heaven. I do not know whether this actually happened or whether he had a vision only God knows. I repeat, I know that this man was snatched to paradise. Again, I do not know whether this actually happened or whether it was a vision only God knows. And there he heard things which cannot be put into words, things that human lips may not speak. So I will boast about this man, but I will not boast about myself except the things that show how weak I am. 
If I wanted to boast, I would not be a fool, because I would be telling the truth. But I will not boast, because I do not want any of you to have a higher opinion of me than you have as a result of what you have seen me do and heard me say. But to keep me from being puffed up with pride, because many of the wonderful things I saw, I was given a painful physical ailment, which acts as Satan's messenger to beat me and keep me from being proud. Three times I prayed to the Lord about this and asked him to take it away. But his answer was, my grace is all you need, for my power is greatest when you are weak. I am most happy then to be proud of my weaknesses in order to feel the protection of Christ's power over me. I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Psalm 55, the prayer of someone betrayed by a friend. Hear my prayer, O God. Don't turn away from my plea. Listen to me and answer me. I am worn out by my worries. I am terrified by the threats of my enemies, crushed by the oppression of the wicked. They bring trouble on me. They are angry with me and hate me. I am terrified and the terrors of death crush me. I am gripped by fear and trembling. I am overcome with horror. I wish I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and find rest. I would fly far away and make my home in the desert. I would hurry and find myself a shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Confuse the speech of my enemies, O Lord. I see violence and riots in the city, surrounding it day and night filling it with crime and trouble. There is destruction everywhere. The streets are full of oppression and fraud. If it were an enemy making fun of me, I could endure it. If it were an opponent boasting over me, I could hide myself from him. But it is you, my companion, my colleague, and close friend. We had intimate talks with each other and worshiped together in the temple. May my enemies die before their time. May they go down alive into the world of the dead. Evil is in their homes and in their hearts. But I call to the Lord God for help, and he will save me. Morning, noon, and night, my complaints and groans go up to him, and he will hear my voice. He will bring me safely back from the battles that I fight against so many enemies. God, who has ruled from eternity, will hear me and defeat them, for they refuse to change, and they do not fear him. My former companion, attacked his friends. He broke his promises. His words were smoother than cream, but there was hatred in his heart. His words were as soothing as oil, but they cut like sharp swords. Leave your troubles with the Lord, and he will defend you. He never lets honest people be defeated, but you, O oh God, will bring those murderers and liars to their graves before half their life is over. As for me, I will trust in you. Proverbs 23, verses 4 and 5. Be wise enough to not wear yourself out trying to get rich. Your money can be gone in a flash, as if it had grown wings and flown away like an eagle. Okay, y'all, this is normally where we pray, and I am going to pray in just a moment here. However, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old shorty named Maverick, and Maverick has been underneath my feet here at my desk for like the last 20 or 30 minutes. Um, I'm not sure 
what it is that he wants because this is not something that he normally does. But it does appear that he he wants some attention. He wants some love. So I have him in my lap. And I'm telling you all of this because if you hear some panting in the background, that is Maverick. I apologize for that in advance. I hope it is not distracting. You may not hear it at all once my husband puts the music underneath this. But, oh, he just made a noise. I don't know if y'all if y'all heard that. But anyway, um, Maverick was recently diagnosed Oh, Jesus. Um, he was recently diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, it's been it's been about two and a half, three weeks now. I don't even know if it's been that long. It's it's kind of been a blur. Um, and your girl is devastated, but I am not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. I um, maybe I'll talk about it later. I'm not sure. But I want to pray. I want to pray right now. Let's Let's bow our heads and direct our hearts heavenward. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord of all comfort, Lord, we come before you today with hearts heavy for those who are hurting and pressed on every side right now. Lord, we are heavy for those who are hurting and yet we are hopeful. We acknowledge the pain, the loss, the tragedies that have unfolded and are unfolding around the world, the headlines. They may seem distant for us, but we know that the lives they represent are near to you for every life is precious in your sight. Lord, we pray for those who are grieving, for those who are hurting and those who are lost in the sea of suffering right now. We pray for comfort. We pray for healing and we pray for restoration. Lord, we lift up the families affected by the earthquake in Morocco. We cannot begin to comprehend the magnitude of their loss, but we know you, Lord, are close to the brokenhearted. We ask you, God, to touch them with your healing hand, to wrap them in your comforting arms, to whisper words of hope in their hearts. Lord, we pray for peace and justice around the world. We pray that the initiatives that are being enacted by activists and those who have a passion for your people We pray that they flourish and bear fruit and that we as individuals may play our part in being lights in darkness, Lord. We ask that in the midst of all of this, Lord, you just continue to show up for us in the way that you always do. Lord, we thank you in the midst of all of this. We thank you for being our constant, our anchor in the storm. We thank you for the promise that you are with us, that you never slumber nor sleep and that you are our refuge and strength in troubled times. Lord, we thank you for being a word when there are no words, a hope when all seems hopeless, and a light when darkness seems seems to prevail and consume everything. Lord, as we wrap up today's episode, I pray for everyone listening. Lord, I pray that they find comfort, solace, and strength in your word whether they're in a valley right now or on a mountaintop, let them feel your presence and know that they are exactly where they need to be. Lord, we pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus, the name that is above all names. And all the people of God said together, amen. And our affirmation for today, I am breathing deeply and getting through this. I am breathing deeply and getting through this. And our aphorism, money is a person's personal energy reduced to portable form. 
It can go where he could not go, speak languages he could not speak, lift burdens he could not touch with his fingers, save lives with which he cannot deal directly. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being on this amazing adventure with me. You belong here and we belong together on this journey. I love you. And if God says the same, I'll be right here tomorrow waiting for you.